Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Okay, what a time to be alive. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Last week, Kim Cattrall announced she's coming back to Anne just like that. I am so excited. I mean, that was the best news I got all week. (laughs) Does that say something about my life? Um, No. Anyway, also, I want to bring up the fact that Danny Masterson of That 70s Show, he just concluded his rape retrial, and he was convicted on two of three counts of rape. The um, third woman... It ended in a hung jury, but her testimony, I believe, really helped um, convict him on the other two counts. And I want to just point out that this is another church cover-up, right? Like Danny Masterson was part of the Church of Scientology, and these women were also a part of this church, and they went to the elders and basically told them what happened. And they were told to just keep their mouths shut and that it was their fault, which is why they stayed silent for so long. So let's not normalize the church covering all of this bullshit up because I'm very sick of it. Um, Oh, and Army Hammer was somehow cleared by uh, the Los Angeles DA. So he posted on Instagram. um, Yeah, he got back on Instagram after deleting his account when um, it came out that he He was into cannibalism and potentially um, raped, uh, quote unquote, House of Effie. Yeah, he posted on his Instagram that his name has been cleared and he is looking forward to restarting his life or rebuilding his life, which I found to be interesting because if you follow the account on Instagram, it's Army Hammer Victims. There's all these nasty uh, DMs between him and House of Effie and just all these random girls um, where they say, you raped me. And he says, you're a sex worker. I can't rape you. It's just really gross. And then if you did watch the House of Hammer documentary, you know, this this type of behavior runs in Army's family. I mean, it's... I don't, I don't really know what else to say about this because I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what happened, but... I saw these DMs. Oh, and then I posted this on Twitter and ARMY has a lot of fans still because I got a lot of hate from people saying, oh, we'll read this instead. And then there's another DM from House of Effie recanting that she was raped. So I'm kind of like, I didn't want to get into a Twitter war with these weirdos. So I didn't even respond. But I'm thinking to myself, well, how do you know which one's real and which one's not? But anyway, let's move on to our guest today, actor Emilio Rivera. Oh my gosh, what a teddy bear. I just want to hug him. He is back known for his roles on Sons of Anarchy and currently the Mayans. He is so fabulous. And talking to him was just, gosh, I don't know what I was expecting, right? Like he, we got into these heart to hearts and and it was just, it was just wonderful. So um, yeah, I'm going to play that interview. And 
Guys, keep in mind when I do these phone interviews, sometimes it's hard to hear them. I know you hear me say, hey, can you talk closer to your phone? Because, you know, I can't hear you. But just keep that in mind. I always feel bad and I try to edit out when we're talking over each other, but it's so difficult sometimes. So anyway, be kind. But yeah, okay, without further ado, here is my interview with Emilio Rivera. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. <laughs> no one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Hi, Emilio. How are you? How, I'm doing, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am, I am like so excited to, to talk to you. <gasps> oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. I've, I'm just smiling. I've been a huge fan for a very, very long time. And I kept thinking to myself, like, he's going to be nice, right? He's not going to be like he is on TV. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a nice guy, Lord. <laughs> okay okay please um okay so i really i i have not caught up on the mayans yet and i'm gonna be honest with you i really liked it um when i first started watching season one but it really made me miss sons of anarchy so i literally went back and watched sons of anarchy for a second time is that crazy <laughs> that's beautiful no that's great no i'm, I'm not so so our conversation is gonna go great you, how far are you down right now with the Mayans? Just, I'm season one. I've only watched season one. I finished that and um, oh, I watched it. Yeah, Beautiful. so. Yeah. I mean, there's like five seasons now, right? You have to wait every week now. You did what I'm saying? Because we come out every week. So now you can watch four seasons and, and within a week and then catch up and catch us on the, on the final ride, you know? I'm I'm very excited um, because I also, okay, so I felt like when I watched season one, it wasn't as violent as Sons of Anarchy, which, you know, I, I, I complain about the violence and then I miss it, if that makes sense, you know? No, I, I totally understand it. And, and I like, I, already, I like you already, Lauren. Because <laughs> you know what, just keep watching because it gets ugly, man. It oh, it does. Ugly. Okay. Okay. So it does totally get ugly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I'm excited, but like, yeah, I'm kind of excited. Um, but, you know, Emilio, you I was just looking at your Instagram and I was kind of stalking you on Twitter. You're such a sweet family man. I mean, you're just a sweet person, it seems like. And it's just so crazy that you've gotten thrown into these very um, violent and and powerful roles, you know? 
you know, Lauren, I, I was I was a bad guy before I became the good guy in real life, you know. So what I, I have so much to draw from from the past that I mm. put my, a lot of my characters, you know, uh, who I am into these characters, and that's why they come across real because at one time they were real, and uh, now, but you know, as I got an older and and I, and and I've I've have a I have a wonderful life. Uh, I, mm. I just think. I just, it's just more easier to be happy and be, be smiling with everybody. You know, there's no reason to be pissed off about it. I really have nothing to be pissed off about. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. even then, I didn't have that much. I just, I just over exaggerated my, my mad, my, how I would say how, I wasn't, I guess, you know, I was in pain. You know, I guess I was going through a lot of mm-hmm. shit back in the day, but I put myself in a lot of shit back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now it's just easier to just, um, just, just, just follow the rules, man. There's rules and we just, we follow them, we're going to be okay, man. You know? Yeah, no, I, I totally respect that. And I know you did, I believe you were enlisted in the army at one point, um, when you were younger, did you, do you sort of channel that a little bit, like sort of your experiences and, and, you know, being in, in the military and, and, and all of that, I feel like that is, is kind of heavy, you know? Yeah, well, you know that that was you know I, that was for a different reason as well because because I was a bad guy, I was put in there. It was either go to prison or go to the army, you know. And, uh, oh, so I okay. was there, of course. Yeah, so it was not like I was, you know, uh, it was it was it gave me a choice back in the day, and then uh, and then uh, you know when I came out and I was still you know still part of the 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 the, the, the streets, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, heavy in the streets, you know, heavy into the drug addiction, you know, and uh, and then I didn't get clean and sober until I was twenty nine years old, so I just celebrated thirty three years clean and sober. <sighs> And ah, I, congrats! That has, cool. Thank you so much. And that's what really has changed uh, my outlook in life. Uh, I've always been a hardworking man. That 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 was instilled in me since I was eight years old to always work hard and have a little money in your pocket. But you know, uh, but then you have to follow the rules, which I was I was very uh, one of those don't tell me what to do kind of thing, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, then, uh, and I, 33 years ago, I decided to just in and to, to live a different life and. And it's worked out so beautiful, man. I thank God every day for that, you know. Yeah, I mean, are you are you a Christian where you go to church and you pray and and I mean, you just said you I, thank you God, know, but I, know, I don't know. Well, I, you know the thing is, you know the thing is, um, I I, I'm, I was raised Catholic. I'm a Christian, but mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm not a church going guy. But I'm a yeah. God fearing man because at the end of the day, I had nowhere to turn to, and I I turned to him in, a, in the most ugliest way, the most ugliest way. I cursed mm-hmm. him out like, "Where the fuck you been, asshole?" You know, but yeah. I, the worst. Yeah. I want to rant. 20 minutes. I didn't know where to go no more. I didn't know what to do no more. And I was losing my mind. And, and you know what, man? On May 15th, uh, I celebrated 32 years. There was a fight literally the fight the next day. Of wow. course, I had to go to, you know, to the, the withdrawals and all that bullshit. Of course. But there was somebody waiting for me. It was like my angel, like highway to heaven. It was He was across the street. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yes. uh, I never looked back. I did look back. I tried to look back, but he wouldn't let me look back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's been a wonderful ride. So now it's just a life of appreciate. You know, I just appreciate. Man. I appreciate everybody. I'm nice to everybody. It's just a. It's so much more easier to 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 smile and laugh than to just be frowning and you know look for trouble all the time. You know. Yes, I so mean, when you said that, I I actually got chills. I mean, I I think of myself as a Christian. I pray all the time going to bed. I feel like I worry a lot, and um, you know, sometimes it's like I don't no, know when no, you no, when. No, 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 let me tell you right now. Let me put you that. Then. Do yeah. not worry about shit because it doesn't change nothing. You understand? Please understand this. Please yeah. understand this because I learned it at a young age, and I, and I worried about something I was going through, and I, and I was worried so much 
in and in a, in a, it was about you know I was gonna go do some prison time and I was yeah. um I was gonna uh, for a year and a half I fought this case and I worried and I worried and I was like what the fuck what you know this and that and, yeah and then all of a sudden everything was dropped and I was saying I did all this shit for worrying and, there, and nothing happened because you can't change it. it's gonna be what it's gonna be of course if you have to get a lawyer get a lawyer whatever you gotta do to, to stay out of the trouble but do mm-hmm. not think about it too much it doesn't change nothing it just makes you get sick in the yeah. stomach now, you know. But like, did you ever think about, I mean, I feel like if it was just me, I would be like, okay, whatever. It's just me. Fuck that. I don't care about myself. I feel like sometimes my actions with some of my investigative journalism, I get worried for my children. You know what I mean? Like when I have a target on my back, I do. My kids are young. They're seven and almost five. And yeah, Amelia, I won't lie. I worry, you know, I want to be there for them. (laughs) I I, I get get it. I, I really get what you're saying, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's a whole different ballgame right there. You know, I, I see what you're saying. So. <laughs> yeah, I never thought. But of you know what I'm saying. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it, man. I I, I just I, I don't know, man. I guess uh, like um, yeah. I, wow, I've always had I've always had kids too. Cause I started real young having kids, but um, yeah. I just I, I couldn't. I mean, they were taken care of. They've always been taken care of. I, just, I guess I just didn't worry about what happened to me. Okay, so you have a good point right. there, I guess, you know. Well, I, I think, kind of I mean. I was going to say, you're, like, dads are amazing, right? Kids need their dads. I totally, I'm all about the dads. But you understand, like, kids really freaking need their mom. You know what I mean? Like, I feel really. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, don't scratch what I said, but, you know, you, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are way more better than we are. I'm not, I can, I, and I, I would test that with my wife. No, no, I, I have to admit, I have to admit that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been, when my wife has been down for like a week, and mm-hmm. I'm saying, wow, they do a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. talking about this, I think you guys do Right? So, yeah, I got the utmost respect for the women. Of course I do, you know? Yeah, well, thank you. But, I saw this meme, and it was like, people always ask moms why they're in such bad moods. It's like, well, bitch, we do everything. Wouldn't you be in a bad mood? No, just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. No, no. Hey, hey, you know what? And, and I'll put my hands up to you on that one because you're right. No, I, I, you're right. You're right. It's so funny. So like, funny. Um, well, you know, it's funny. I feel like... Go ahead. I just felt like I, I was going like... When I had, my wife got sick, so I had to take care of it. I had it working for a week, and I'm pointing in my head. I'm going... Fuck, man, get better now. You have no idea. I mean, it was you no know, life threatening thing, but it's just you realize how much how much our wives do for us, you know? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm so glad that you recognize that. You're so, oh my gosh, I love you. Um, So tell me, I just want to know, like working on this set of, of the Mayans and Sons of Anarchy, I mean, Kurt Sutter is super fucked up in the head. Have you ever worked with anyone more fucked up than this guy? I mean, what he writes on paper. Yeah, I work with Elgin James. They're both fucked up in the head. I love <laughs> it. You know, I'm talking about it. It was, it was a great team. It was a uh, Kurt Sutter, like you know, whatever Kurt would write and I would read, and, uh, it would just throw me for a loop. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I could never really predict nothing because he would always throw it somewhere else. And him and you know him and Hel- Elgin James same way, man. They do the same thing, man. They just throw you somewhere else, you know. So it's a beautiful thing. Cause I yeah. like to be, I like to be thrown off track, you know. You don't want nothing to be like, oh, this is what's going to happen. He always mm-hmm. threw me off track. They both did, you know. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, you must go into other projects, and they're like, oh yeah, Emilio, this is this is really violent. This is a doozy, and you're like, yeah, okay. I literally work with Kurt Sutter. This is child's play. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, and, and, and the only, the, you know, it really is like, uh, and that set up everything, made like everything easier for me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in between sons and mine, there's always another somebody, I'm, I've got this, there's always somebody waiting for me to do a work with them. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, uh, for me, is uh, everything else seems like really easy. You dig what I'm saying? It really totally. does. You know? It's like I get into my keys and stuff. Oh my you know, gosh, a hundred percent. I can't even imagine. And I actually feel bad that I don't know this, but you know, you brought up the fact that you got into some trouble. You had sort of a rough start to life. How did you segue into becoming this amazing A-list actor? Well, you know, the thing is, you know, um, you know, I got to tell you, man, you know, um, I was always, a, you know, uh, I've always, I was always a great athlete. So um, I was seeing a psychiatrist one time and he was telling me, uh, so he said, what made you happy in your lifetime? And those are many things that ever made me happy because I, I live kind of like a like a weird life, like a like, you know, street life, you know. Yeah. You know, but I was always a great athlete, so I always hit the home run. If they needed a home run, I would hit a home run. If I needed to strike somebody out, I would strike them out. So that was just expected for me. I was always under that pressure, and I always came through. So I had many of those moments. But, you know, when I was eight years old, I did a play called Rumpelstiltskin, and I, I stuttered so bad when I was a kid So for so many years. I don't even know how I got cast, but I maybe it was going to be comedy if I started the whole fucking movie, you know, the whole thing, the whole play. And I remember I didn't stutter not one time, and everybody applauded for me, and I felt so good inside. So I told my psych, this, you know, he goes, I need to be an actor, man. And I just got him clean. I had this clean six months, mm-hmm. and uh, still working out some of the drug issues. And uh, but I gave it a shot, man, you know, and, and I started doing, took uh, acting guys, I started doing theater, I started doing comedy. And it, it, it happened for me quick because, you know, my new high in life, this is, you know, heroin and cocaine, was mm-hmm. now acting. So, you know, when you go in, I would go in 125%. That was my high. I don't give a shit those two people in the audience. I was mm-hmm. performing, you did. And I was yes. just getting, I was just learning more and more and more. And it just, it just, I jumped in 125%, man, and it worked out. In four years, I was able to quit my day job, and I, I bought a few homes, and I never looked back, man. In know? four years? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did a movie called Con Air. I got cut out of the movie, mostly, but... They they paid me a lot of money, so I was able to. You know, this was back in ninety shit, ninety five, man. Yeah, so, the Nick Cage but, movie. I know that mm-hmm. one. Good old Nick Cage. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they paid us. They paid us very well in that movie for back in the day. You know, so shit. Wow. I just made it work for me. You know. Yeah. So yeah. you you traded. I love what you said. You traded your highs. You traded the drug high for this acting yeah. high on like li- you know live theater and movies. And and how old were you when that happened? I w- I got canceled when I was twenty nine. So by the time I was okay. 30, 34, that's when I, I was able to quit my day job. And, I, and you know, I did, I did, I did everything. I, did, I mean, I, I did soap operas. I did, I mean, I couldn't stop. It was just a beautiful thing. I mean, I, I just got God watching that. And that's why I come. I'm not mm-hmm. a church going guy, but I'm a God free man. At the end of the day, he just opened up so many doors for me. You know, he just, yes. I never stopped working. It was really weird, you know? Yes. You know, but, but then oh. I was absorbing myself in the work. Cause all I, all I had to give me some, give me some lines to read. And I'm one of those guys that have to start, I have to read over and over again because I don't get it at first. You know, I have to, like when I get a script, I have to read it like four times before I really get it. You dig totally. what I'm saying? So I'm the same. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm studying, so until we, until, you know, you know, that's the way I am. So that was my, that was my rush to, to, to just be reading all the time, you know? Yes. No. Oh my gosh. This has been like one of my favorite interviews, Emilio. Thank you so much for joining right. the Lauren interviews podcast. I actually, I'm going to run and not walk and, and, and watch uh, season two of the Mayans tonight and go all the way through. So thank you so much. You're so great. You're going to, you're gonna, yeah, good luck. And it's going to break your heart. You're going to see a lot of crazy stuff. You like violence, you're going to see the violence. Man. Yes, yeah, have, have I'm down. Day. I'm down, Rumpelstiltskin, okay? <laughs> thank you, Lauren. You have a wonderful Bye. day. 
And what a sweet boy he was. I think this is so funny. I didn't say this or anything, but um, I'm actually reading Rumpelstiltskin with my kids right now. They're they're weirdly into these Grimm's Brother fairy tales. So I just thought that was super weird and just kind of a coincidence. Like we just started reading Rumpelstiltskin every single night for bed. And he's like, oh, I was in this play, Rumpelstiltskin. And he didn't really laugh when I called him Rumpelstiltskin, but that's okay. That's okay. I still think I'm funny. Um, just kidding. Anyway, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple and I will be back with a new episode next week.